first of all, you need to know big penises do not always equal best penises. And I can assure you that the ones who were ever the biggest have not always been the ones that have ruined me for other men. I don't know about you, Melissa, but like that has not been my favorite. What that has been truly was a science experiment. Good morning, everyone. Well, I guess it's afternoon or evening, wherever you are. This is Jessica. And with me always, Melissa. Hi. And John John. Yeah, Melissa's in Florida. She's talking through a chair. I am. I don't yeah, have a microphone holder, so it's through the spokes of the back of the chair. Spindles? I don't know what It looks called. like you're putting together the chair while you podcast, which is cool. There's right. no Allen wrench here. It is. I don't put together furniture. Um, what do you think of my blue hair, Melissa? I is think it too much? it's blue. I can't really see it so well, but I, I like the jazz of it. Mallory just asked me to get her hair wax. You know, it's very temporary. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it, it tints your hair. She said, I don't know if I want blue or purple. And I said, happy birthday. Don't limit yourself. You're getting both. So I felt like hey. Santa. I love being able Santa. to do something like that, which because they don't ask. Well, Ethan asked for everything, but Mallory doesn't ask for anything. So when she does, I'm like, let me get you Every color. So funny because my oldest in middle was just like that as well. Emily would ask for everything. Nathan asked for literally nothing. Nothing. So, what, yeah. what do I need? It's I have weird. my feet. <laughs> I could play with yeah. my feet all day. Isn't that funny? That's it. I'm going over right after this. I'm buying uh, just for men and I'm doing my beard and hair brown. I'm, just in no time for Santa, Santa to visit. No more Santa Claus. Yes, just in time no, for Santa to visit. You are not. Are you being serious? Yeah, why not? I mean, every you ladies... You change your hair color to drop of a hat. It's like no big deal to you. It's like, hey, look, I got blue hair. So let me ask you. you I think if if a man is constantly white and then starts brushing in that just for men, it kind of seems like you're going through something like and I'm older (laughs) than I (laughs) want to be. Is that what it looks like for women when women do that and color their hair? Does it seem... Do people think I'm going through something? Tell me. No, I don't don't think so. It's just like my daughters daughters decided to go from blonde to brown and well, black. that's fun. Right. So Are you I'm doing just, it for fun? Yeah, I'm just going to do it for fun. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to and see how I look. I think you should do rainbow because white is really the perfect starting color for, for rainbow colors. John First should all, not do I'm rainbow. I'm not doing I'll rainbow. I'll tell you right now. You're inviting a conversation about, about LGBT. Like, I guess. LMNOQ. You yeah. Know, yeah. Maybe what I'll do is I'll do uh, the guy that used to, the, the, the drivers dive diners drive-ins and dive guy fieri i'll just do like a a brown thing around here like a yogi bear and have the white on the sides and then just do the white drive-ins and dives drive diners drive-ins and dives yeah guy fieri right yeah do that i mean women do it all the time they change their hair they we put do. in extensions. I just feel like if men do it, it seems kind of, I don't want to, uh, desperate's not the word I'm looking for. It's, I don't want to look, uh, I'm thinking that they're doing it because they're going through something in their lives and they want to be younger or they want, or they're missing they a wanna... time of their lives or it's more of a crisis for men. And I'm asking you if that's what it feels like looking at women is. It, no, yes. I, I just, I just think women decide to change their hair. I just, I saw a thing where a woman who's like in her, early maybe late 30s early 40s she decided to go to dye her hair gray she decided to go gray 
and she has like a beautiful head of gray hair, and, I, like, and she's young. I that was my first inclination, actually. I was so gonna... then my thing is that like if a guy puts on a toupee, or if a guy goes and gets hair plugs or gets hair, everybody's like, oh look. He's got hair. Is that because men aren't supposed to care about the way they look, the way women I care about it? What is what accounts for the difference that men are ridiculous when they do one thing? And if we do it, it's fun. It's an accessory for us. It's yeah. like changing your glasses. It's not like men giving that much thought to their hair. What is it? Why is it so different if a man does it and a woman does it? That's what I want. It is. It is different. Here's why. Agree? I think yeah. here's why. I think it's because when men do anything that's considered an activity that women do, it's considered fruity on some level. Yeah, but in the, it in the vanity be. sort, like as no, far as like, vanity just goes. Like for example, my dad's been taking up gardening, and like that's not even really a female thing. But considering he's only collected cars his whole life, I'm, you know, at first I was like. Well, that's an interesting choice of hobby. All right. You know, like it took me a minute to just be like, all right, whatever. And like I was painting my nails the other day and Isaac wanted his nails polished. So I did. Yeah, I did one. And all week he's been like, I love my nail polish. Look at my nail polish. I love my nail polish. And Like he wants me to do his whole hand. But of course, and I don't want to not because it's girly, but because it's sticky and he can't stop touching things. So like otherwise I would do it. If I could if I could color them with a Sharpie, I would. But I think Scott would kill me. Right. There's, that's why there's got to be husbands in there to be able to make them. Yeah, they always kibosh everything good. I right. mean, there's I would like to teach polishing. my son that there's nothing you know, wrong he can do whatever he wants. There's a whole nail polish line just for men. Like, what's the big deal? But I don't know. Like, They're just like, well, what people are going to. I don't care if people look at him. I don't care what they think. Okay. Isn't there something to be said for that? Isn't there something to be said for John? People just not caring if you start coloring your beard and what if people think you're going through a midlife party. Like, who cares? I'm, I, I'm just saying. I just don't understand. Like, I'm not a big fan of being white. I, I see pictures of me with brown hair and I'm like, damn, I looked good back then. You look good now, though. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'd rather okay. have brown hair. We, you can't go back to brown. You're going to have to get creative. Otherwise, I agree, it may look like you're having a midlife crisis. I don't care so, if I have it. Well, well, okay. You're allowed to paint your son's nails, and, and no one's supposed to care about that or anything, but I dye my brown hair, and all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, did you see John? He must be going through a midlife crisis. He dyed his hair brown. Two things. One, I like it white. I like that, I, number I, one. Yeah. And number two, I'm curious, are you going through a midlife crisis? <laughs> no. No, are just, you going are you through something? Sure? I just see women all the time. It's like, oh look, uh, uh, guess what? I decided to go blue. blue. So are you Want jealous to be a at woman? the variety or not, at the color? That's not even a natural hair color blue. Like no, I could not. see it if it's, it's you go fine. blonde or you know redhead I or something like that. I tried going blonde. You saw what happened. It was a disaster. I, I understand that, but I'm just saying it's like if what if I decided to dye, dye my hair cotton candy blue right now? I think that would be amazing. I would look like a clown. I think hilarious. Jessica's son with his polished nails would adore it. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. It's <laughs> like you know, I can polish my son's nails and no one's allowed to say anything. But if a man in his 50s colors his hair, all of a sudden he's got a problem. Well, then just do it. I'm just saying. I don't understand what the thing is. But it's well, like he's going to just do it, but he's got to rage on about it for a minute. Let him rage. Because <laughs> Jessica on Instagram stories is like, what do you think? Blue or not blue? And I'm like... No blue. Blue's not even a color of hair. But you know what? Why am I getting in that fight? Why do I? Uh, listen, you want to be blue? Be blue. That, but then I get shamed. Oh, men won't even give us an answer. I don't know if you want these answers. I still, I backed off. I didn't say anything. 
And then you went and got your hair blue. And guess what? I was wrong. It looks okay. I mean, I can't. Honestly, what it looks like is you got into the pool with some chlorine and your hair turned a little blue. Because it doesn't look blue. It looks black with like blue tinge. Yeah, it does. You're asking a man. Um, we don't have a very good view of it because it's we're looking through like light, weird lighting. I have a perfect view of Look, that's black hair with blue tinge. Hold on. It looks like she... Makes for excellent pod. It look yeah that's it. Stick your head in the yeah, camera. Yeah, there's no way for you to tell. He's, she, right. he's right. You can't see. You, it. you can't tell. You really so can't. what I'm saying is that if you wanted to, if you had real blue hair, I would be able to tell. I can see the blue in your glasses. Why does it mean I can't see the blue in your hair? Well, are you slightly colorblind? Her hair's blue. I mean, <laughs> I see it clearly. No black, it's not really yeah. blue. It's black and blue. Yeah, it looks like it was in black. a fist fight. You're a bruise. <laughs> You know, that's not all on inaccurate. I so just for men, is that what we're saying? You're going to go buy yourself a box or are you going to pull up to Target and have them bring it out to your car? I like how Melissa's like, are you oh, slightly colorblind? You. It's definitely blue. <laughs> I, was, I was actually going to call Walmart and have it delivered. Walmart delivery. Super. Right. So, but here's the thing. I go, I've done this before in the past. I've went to where I get my hair cut and I'd say, hey, you know what? I'd like to try to do hair color. And they go, No. I'm like, what do you mean? No. What? No, they don't. Oh, why I've, would they tell you? Three no? different, three That's different crazy. places I went to. Three different times I've asked. They said, absolutely not. Your hair looks He's really got good. This white color. hair, blue nice, eyes. Though, it looks John, good. They're nice. they're doing it out of out of yeah. respect for what you've created it's here. Nice. But if it will make you feel I've younger, <laughs> younger, more virile, more I don't know why you're doing it because yeah. you won't admit to the midlife crisis. So it, I look like I'm sixty something. Oh well, I'm almost sixty anyhow. No. All right, there's <laughs> there's friends of mine. I have friends of mine that don't have as much white in their hair as I do. I mean, I am. Why don't you do this? So Here's white. how you can test it out, John. Get a thing of brown mascara and just stroke the beard with. A well, blo- that's what just for men is really, isn't it? Isn't but that just see how it takes, like something wash outable to just see if you like yeah, it. And it then takes a while to get out of it. I used to I used to use it when I first started going gray. And then after a while, I was like, you know, that's enough of this because it, it, if you don't stay up with it, it makes, you know, then you look like you're coloring. You're, that's why I suggested the mascara first so that you could just see. Right. I don't think I'm doing this, but it's just so funny that women get to just change this. Oh, yeah. I just changed this. Oh, look What's at this. What's the I just color the other than white? Because you do have some patches where it's not totally white. Like right it's under gray. your nose, you still it's have gray. dark hair. It's gray. But it's not yeah. black. No, it's not. It's like gray, and then then it, it turns white. And if you want to have hair like this, just uh, I have five I children. chalk it up. I chalk it up to uh, yeah, have a, a wife Climb and five mound, children in, in God, late in life, and then right there you go. That's right. That kind of stuff. Get the ten commandments. Drop one. Right. Um, fifteen. Get 15, the fifteen drop commandments. Five. Drop yeah. one. Yeah. So this I was wondering what we... those other five commandments were. After seeing this whole thing with the Catholic Church and everything, I thought maybe one of those. Commandments was like, thou shall not uh, diddle thy child's. Diddle. We diddle. used it last podcast, diddle. You I don't want it. to ever hear the word diddle again. Can I we? Know, that's why I used it again. Could we move on to people I hate so that we don't talk about diddling children again? Because how we awesome. diddle? Please. Yeah. John, um, you're already on fire. Do you want to just keep you it up? Are, and what, what are you What is your favorite expression? Shot out of a cannon. I am shot yeah. out of a cannon. Let's My The people I hate are petty, jealous people. Their life is a dumpster fire. But instead of focusing and fixing their life or becoming a better person, they would rather focus on others. Okay. 
And nothing makes them happier than having something bad happen to somebody. Like, say, they go and their uh, brother's air conditioner breaks down on the hottest, humidest day. And it, they're sitting there sweltering in the house. And, and he's telling you about this with a smile on his face like he hit the lottery. And that it just drives me crazy. And the thing is, not only do they just do that, but then they become the reporter and they call anyone, everyone. And they say, oh, guess what happened? You hear what happened here? Oh, guess what? And you think maybe he should do this instead of doing that? And then what I say is, really? How's your life going? Everything good in your life? Did you have all this time to focus on somebody else's life and tell everybody else how to live? Maybe you ought to try fixing some of your own stuff. And then I hear, click. And that's the end of that. <laughs> you got hung up on today? You know, it's yeah. really hard to convince somebody who's like that that they should be doing something else. In fact, positive. I, I'm almost positive that if someone is like this, you should just let them stew in their own bitter juices because I've tried your way and it never goes well. It always ends up with me apologizing. Oh, see, I don't apologize. That You take that right out of your vocabulary. What? She doesn't really apologize, John. You've heard her apologies. I I'm sorry that I you're state. mad. I'm sorry I upset you is usually what I say. This sounds like a you problem, right. not a me problem. I'm sorry the truth hurts you so bad that you had to hang up on me. I'm the sorry. The other thing that. is, John, you don't think they know there's so much shit going on in their lives that it's so much easier to turn it out and, and just step away from their pile of smoking poo and w work on somebody else's life? Everything else becomes so much clearer when not focused at yourself. Well, here's my thing. In other words, so when he calls me to tell me all this nonsense, I say, you know what? I don't have time for this today. And he says, well, you don't care? I said, you know what? I don't. They're grown people. They get to live their lives like I get to live mine, and you get to live yours. Okay? So if you want to tell me something about, I don't know, the, the, the sports teams or What's going on? Something positive. But if you're just here to yammer on about what other people are doing in their lives that you don't agree with, then you need to call somebody else. And then I hang up. All right. Well, that might be the end of that friendship. Just saying. I doubt it. Or it's man on man crime. Nobody gets mad for that long. So that that's it, too. Friends that do this to me anymore. I think that I've been able to feign, not feign, I think I've been able to fully show my lack of interest so much that they just not <laughs> bothered with me anymore. Like, in other words, like I used to have someone who would do this to me all the time. Like, did you hear about this person? And as soon as I'm not interested, I just go, oh, really? That's interesting. Oh. Well, there's always the person that loves to share bad news. They love yeah. to be the one to share bad news. Is that really who he is, John? Yeah. Phone will ring. Hey, did you hear what happened to so-and-so? No. Got arrested last night. For what? DUI? Huh. I guess it, uh, Uber was too expensive, but I bet you it's not too expensive now. I mean, what kind of nonsense? Yeah. So yeah, repeat after me. Why are you telling me this? There you go. Yeah. Like, I, this is something I probably say to my mother. I thought you'd want to know because they do that. I, I thought, thought you'd, you'd want to know. know or I, yeah, Why I did you'd you think know. I would want to know? Why would I because... care what that person's doing? I mean, the thing is, though, yeah. the thing is, You're like, right, with but... my mother-in-law is that I I've specifically named people that I don't <laughs> want to hear news about. Like, I've literally been like, when it comes to this person and this person, feel free to keep me in the dark forever. I don't right. want to know. You just your I don't care. I think this person is Hitler. Stop telling me about these people. But it still ends up happening randomly. For example, she called me to find out about the beach. 
Mm-hmm. And she says, and she said her, her youngest sister, Ellen, is having a grandchild at the beach on Tuesday, which is the day I go down. So like, I'll, she's having a grandchild at the beach. So like, I'm going to, so like, I'm like, oh, great. So Lauren's having the baby. So I'll be able to go down and maybe see the baby. That's cool. Great. Sometime that week, I'll go say hi. And you know, her other son, Jason, is moving that day and Andrew and Jessica. And I was like, wait, are they all moving to the beach? And she was like, no. And I'm like, what? What's this have to do with the beach? It doesn't. I just thought you'd want to know. Why? Why are you telling me this? So every conversation has to have a complete point to it. There can't be just idle chatter. Yes, that's right. They have to have a point. Uh, Most conversations should have a point. Also, yes. Who? who, I mean, Melissa. I'm so. Yeah, I'm so glad my people I hate is not this deep. Wait a minute. (laughs) Like, when do you listen? I I engage in idle chatter but it's interesting to people people moving people dying that i don't know people going into an old folks home people that you run into at a restaurant what do you think she's looking for is she looking for from you oh that's terrible like what what she wants the responsibility of sharing the news and having me be grateful that she has shared it with me i don't know why do people let you know so ask her to put down any kind Ask her to put down her sickle and tell you nice stories. Like, I, I think they do it to be like, there's a matriarchal thing about it where you are the one who disseminates all the information. People will come to you yes. because you know things. I think it's it's for recall later. I think it's for, I know all the shit. If there's shit you want to know, you know who's going to know? This one. Let's go to that one. They want to be the oracle who shares <sighs> Haven't I told all of those you things. my... You actually, I think, maybe it was John, but I believe you called me silly for this. But I suspect that my mother-in-law has a certain level of thoughtfulness that is completely self-serving. For example, if somebody dies, she goes out of her way to either bring a cake or send a card. And I don't think it's because she cares the person died. I think it's because she wants to show up and have attention on her for being so thoughtful and considerate and caring. And I think this is one of those things where it's like, I'm pretty sure she knows I don't care when they're moving or for what reason. But she wants to be involved somehow because she needs the attention to be on here. Therefore, she has to tell everyone, also do a housewarming gift. Also, you know, it's like, same thing with like, here's another example. She quilts baby blankets for every baby she's ever heard of that's going to be born whole blankets but I don't but why it's so that when people open it they'll go oh Meryl that's amazing that's wonderful otherwise why would you go through the effort for a kid you're never going to meet or barely know and they send the thank you note to 472 Redford Lane yeah you're really getting very specific here um Yes, there are people who feel the need to make themse- make things about themselves. And those are the people that we hate. Or do you have this where someone starts talking to you about their, they're telling you a story about their life and they're talking about people in work that you don't, you don't work with her, so you have no idea. And they're using names about, and you're like, I don't know who these I people are. I actually really hate this. Yeah, and they're I telling really you names and, and then... They'll cut three weeks later. They'll talk about it and they'll say, you know, so, and then George did this, and you're like, you're like, uh huh, uh huh. You know George? No, I don't know George. No, still don't. Yeah. Well, remember, <laughs> jo- don't. I, t- I told you about George. He has the daughter that did that. And you're like, still no, no, still no, still no. <laughs> still and no. next week, still no. 
I notice a pattern that people do this more like this is another mother-in-law quality actually where oh. she will talk about people that I don't know but she does it worse if my, if like another one of my relatives or friends is also there it's like the more people that don't know the person the more often they're going to be mentioned oh it Chess, do you realize that this story would still be as interesting if we didn't know who the actual person is? Right. It's just harder for him to beep stuff out later. He's got well, a busy not, oh, week. I'm not could... bleeping any of this out because she left it in there. I mean, she's and then what happens is if she hears this and you're in a jackpot, then maybe you I don't know, maybe next time you'll not do this. But I'm just saying is when you get that specific matter of fact, the person that I hate, you all know, but I left I the do. name out. Good choice. Right, exactly. You know, but what I'm it saying? was a good. It was a good people we hate. Over. No, because <laughs> I had too this? much good stuff in there. I'm not cutting all I'm that joking. out. Okay. So the, peop the people I hate, who might actually be sociopaths, are people who squeeze the toothpaste from the middle. That's ridiculous. Just what the fuck, what the fuck the is end. wrong with you? I'm not telling you you need to get one of those paper clips, those heavy duty paper clips, and keep twisting. But to grab it from the middle and just fucking squeeze. Something's wrong with What's you. What's the big and deal? Just fix it. This is yeah, you hard fix it problem. afterwards. You, you put I've it on the thing. I've been sharing hotel rooms with my family, and somebody, <laughs> somebody grabs it from the middle and just squeezes. <laughs> we narrowed it down to three other people. The first time I At, ever went to Melissa's house, I went me. to the bathroom and I came out and I was like, thank God you have reading material in there. Otherwise, I don't know if I'd be able to trust you. <laughs> she was like... She was so offended by it. Do you remember, Melissa? You were like, um, thanks. <laughs> I love so that. Annoyed. I love that you appreciate our need for literature. It was funny. Dear listener, if you ever go to Melissa's house, please go into her bathroom and squeeze every tube of toothpaste from the middle. Don't say a don't lot bother. of times with Stuart a new tube, I squeeze towards the top. And then as it gets, you know, empty up there, I start to move things up towards the bottom. What's the big deal? If this is really something that's plaguing you, Melissa, come on. No, it's not. What about the over-under toilet paper roll conundrum? That That is worth less. fighting about. It's I could care less. It's, got it's to, definitely over. It has to be over. It I don't care. People who I, say, can I still pull it? Doesn't bother me. I guess. I don't know. These are the things. But the toothpaste. The toothpaste, for fuck's toothpaste. sake. All you need, you squeeze it twice the and you can't get any out. Unless <laughs> the toothpaste, toothpaste, for Christ's sake. The toothpaste. All right. All right. Did you get through your PIHs? Because yes, if you I haven't. Did. I have, if we're going to go with accents, my mother was here and I got to spend some serious time with her. So Ethan tried to get her to say the triumph, and she said, I know it. I know what you're doing. And we're like, we know. Just oh, she do listens it. now? Or no? Doesn't matter. No. Oh, are you out of your mind? No, she does not listen. That's the other thing, John, is like, you don't have to worry about people listening that we're talking about because we're talking about them because they're self-involved, a.k.a. they'll never listen to our podcast. Ever. They will never, never listen. Ever. They won't know. No, they'll never but what will happen is somebody that will listen, like the, my person I that I hate, and they'll call them and say, did you know that Jessica was just like ripping you on our podcast? Doubt it. That goes out all over the world. No, I doubt it. Okay, dear listeners, if you know people who know my parents or, or you know my, my parents or Jess's in-laws. you, you rat. What? No, she why don't you just shut the fuck up? Just we are a podcast. Like this is what we need to do. Don't don't spread that. You want to spread our podcast? Please, please steal your friend's phone. Subscribe. Nonetheless, do not share with people that know my parents or Jess's in-laws. All right. So back to your mom. You spent two days with her and you're ready to hang yourself. Go so ahead. It's not even two days. Stuart and I have a 24 hour theory. They came yesterday afternoon and they were gone just after breakfast this morning. So 
I know that she has been the villain of my stories and for for rightly so she has been the villain of my stories but I just spent rightly the night so. and most of this rightly so most of that time with her and I'm no longer a victim. Oh really? I, yeah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> what happened? I, I'm good. She is much smaller than I remember. She's less powerful, kind of a little sadder. She's my mom. I mean, I guess the distance and the ridiculous stories have just grown and because when you're little they shape you so much. They've they've definitely she's definitely done her damage, but she doesn't have that power anymore. I mean, what do we really need from our parents in our forties? Acceptance. What did we need from them in our 30s? What did Acceptance. we need from them in our 20s? Babysitting. Acceptance. Babysitting. Well, that never, ever happened for me. I've never had babysitting. That's never been an issue. But, I mean, I think I turned out all right. Sure. I mean, I'm a, bit of, I'm a bit of a shut-in. I have weird, doubtful self-esteem. I have a no discernible direction in life. I have, like, lots of things that, yes, I still do blame. But I think I turned out all right. And maybe this newfound... She's not my villain anymore is could be Stockholm syndrome. I don't know. I think it's podcast related. I think John and I have validated. No, but validated your feelings of victimization to the point where you're like, now that you've let it out, you can be like, okay, it's not just me. She definitely wasn't normal. So now we can feel bad for her because she missed an opportunity. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I think John and I have cursed totally. have cursed her out, insulted her and ridiculed her to the point where all you need to do now is just feel bad. I mean, I, I feel sorry for her. She spent exactly. time with my kids. She and just can't never get it. My kids are, I don't even want to say this out loud because they're going to turn on me too. My kids are kind of awesome right now. They're in a sweet spot where they're getting along. They're happy. They're smart kids. They're funny. Oh, here's my favorite part. So we're at breakfast this morning and she said, um, without giving me credit for anything, somebody said to her, oh, that was funny. And she said, yeah, I'm a funny person. Where do you think my daughter gets it from? Oh, she's latching on to your success all of a sudden. But she doesn't know about this. But I kind of froze. And I was like, did you just, first of all, did you just call me funny? Like, I have to seek praise wherever I can find it. Okay, It was a backhanded compliment. No, it wasn't. The only way I get them. No, it wasn't. But the only reason she's funny is because I'm funny and I bestowed it on her. She did do that. Yes, Yes, she did do that. It was backdoor. I will I will give you funny, but it's only because you got that from me. Do you remember that scene in Dirty Dancing where Baby is at the end in the finale and she's dancing with Patrick Swayze and she tur- the mother, yes. Kelly Bishop is her name, turns to the husband and says, she gets this from me. Uh, no, she was a hot fucking mess. She like learned to, di- that was, she just totally stole all things that define me or all the only positives that I can find out of the damage and the, I am the phoenix that is right, that she's a phoenix because of me, because I burnt her to the ground and made her start all over. She is this phoenix because I made her this way. All right. So let me ask you this question. Where did you get your funny from? I don't know. I think it's a survival thing. I think it's a, I can't tell you that it came from somewhere specifically. I think it's a, I don't know. I've never seen my mother as funny, John. My dad used to be funny, and then he got, like, cynical, and then he got very New York, and I'm like, Dad, shush. We are no longer in Kansas. Like, you cannot talk that way. Right. Well, my mother is where I got my personality from and where I got my quickness from and my 
my funny I got from my mother. My father was not funny, didn't have a funny bone in his body. So everything is from my mother. This this hot mess you see before you is all soon my mother's a, fault. Soon to be a brown bearded brown hot mess. Bearded. No, I won't probably won't do that now that we've talked about it. But I'm just saying is like if I did, it would become this big huge thing. <sighs> but what I'm but, but back to the topic at hand is that I got this from my mother and I and I embrace it. I mean, you should know where you got your funny from. I don't. <laughs> really? I really don't. Do you think your mother's friends think she's funny? Like, do people who she doesn't insult find her funny? <laughs> do you know do any of those people? Are defensive? there people like that? That she does not ridicule um, that perhaps might think she's funny? I don't What about know. grandparents? That's a good question. Are there any grandparents Is there that are any funny? person that, that lives up to her standards of life? Anyone? No. I, I mean, no. Okay. I mean, I mean, I only know, like, soon as they move to Florida, they have their own world. They have their own friends. I don't really know these so people. So some of those but, old bats might think she's funny. I mean, maybe, but like funny, cerebrally, think it out, come back for a second hit on that joke. Like, no, there's none of that. There's maybe a little, I, I don't know. I don't, you know what? I have a sibling who does listen to this podcast and maybe he can hit me up and let me know if he thinks our parents are funny. I hope he doesn't think he's funny. funny. Just kidding. <laughs> gotcha. Um, he can be, he, you sure did. Uh, he can be hilarious, but he could also be mean. So let's. Same thing. Let's pull away from that. <laughs> you know, I am the funniest one in our bunko game. I find the. <laughs> Right. You know, they Who? all right. they all let, well, like the other day I said, you know, uh, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, she's not so funny. And they left and left. I guess my father's used to be funny. Right. I guess he used to. So, yeah. so maybe I saw the reaction he got from people and how happy it made people to spend time with him in his youth. And I went my own way. But I don't have I certainly don't have the same kind of funny that if I were to even open that door and let them have that word. It's very different. Let's go through your options as a young, abused Jewish girl. <laughs> you can either, here are your options with having the kind of mother you could have. You could A, become a comedian, because suffering is always funny. B, you could be a total whore and fall out, of, you know, fail out of school, work at McDonald's. Seek approval. Just, yeah, seek approval right. wherever you go. And let's not, that's neither here nor there. And then you could also... Um, go against the grain or overcompensate by being like a doctor or a lawyer and constantly be trying to prove yourself by, you know, winning the Nobel Peace Prize and curing cancer. And we all know that wasn't an option. Let's be honest. Choice three. You is could that, also yes. have figured out a way to express yourself artistically and creatively with by being like a pianist or an artist or a painter. And, you know, if you don't have those skills or the interest, that's obviously not going to happen. So, well, she makes scarves. You know, we go with the thing that comes the easiest to us. And for Melissa, that was being sarcastic and bitchy. And so Aww. and so <laughs> now it's been formed into like a like, you know, like an art of hilarity mixed with pop. You know, she has taken the things that interest her the most, mixed them up with her biting sense of humor and come out with like a comedy style that is hilarious and unique. put it in the kiln huh? you, you put it in the kiln and what comes out is 
I mean, aren't you the same way? Aren't I the same way? Like, my style of humor <laughs> is very much a copy of my father's, which is to insult other people, and a copy of my father's, which is to insult oneself. And, you know, and that comes from, you know, being isolated and made fun everybody. of and abused my whole life, which he was as well. He was made fun of for being a nerd, whatever. I was too. So some of the self-deprecation is so that I can beat other people to the punch. Some of the insult humor is because it's easy and fun. And most people have a sense of humor about themselves. And yeah, I mean, like it's it's you get it from ob observation and, you know, the closest possible tree on which to climb. I obviously wasn't going to be painting anytime soon. I never saw anybody do that. I saw my dad make everyone laugh. And my mother was funny, but like not. She, my mom's a kind of funny where like, first of all, my mom and my sister are really good audience, but like, you know, my dad and I are the clowns and, and they would laugh. And then once in a while, the two of them, like they could come out with one line that would make you piss yourself. And that's all you need is the one line. Whereas like my dad and I were constantly working to get chuckles. And then my sister would say one fucking thing and people would be on the floor. But that happens once a month though. You know, like it would like, right. never happen. It's not sustainable. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Part of it is conditioning. Part of it is the easiest way to cope without making yourself crazy using the skills that are somehow in there. Right? Okay. I'm going to try to crowbar this joke in one more time. I've tried it three times. <laughs> so here you Do go. It. So, Melissa, I don't know why your mom's upset because you are, you've got the Jewish brass ring. You married a doctor. That is the brass ring of the Jewish daughter. To marry the doctor. So right. you are successful. She doesn't agree. Don't you remember? She said, what do you By do insertion, all day? I am. No, no, you landed a doctor. It wasn't enough of an accomplishment. You heard the woman. What do you do all day? Do you have a job now? I mean, she said something to this effect of Melissa's useless. You're worthless. Good talk. Right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's like you reach the peak of the mountain and then, then right. all of a sudden the, the, the mountain is yes. moved. Eh, yes, it's not that yes. much. It's not that great. Yeah, she married a doctor. What's the big deal? How did we get on but, uh, Well, in life, that. that mountain always moves, right? Don't we always change that? Don't we always shift to the goal after we reach it? And yes, I think no. a mother's goal for her daughter, her Jewish daughter, is to find a Jewish doctor. And, and, and I almost didn't date Stuart because it would have made everybody too happy for me to do that. But come on, you've met Stu. He's, How do you say no to that? That's right. He's true. Right, exactly. You are still. Even though you say you're not, still trying to get her approval. And you hey, will. if I say it, fake it till you make it. If I keep saying it, maybe I'll believe no, it. No, I think you do believe it. I think I do too a little bit. Only because I've, I've kind of watched it. I've almost watched it metamorphose into that over the last three months. Like, the more we talk about it. i go. Metamorphosize. Is that an actual word? The more we yeah. talk about it, it seems like the more you're okay with having been fed nonsense your whole life because you obviously haven't done that to your children and you obviously have people who recognize that it was nonsense and that she was wrong and that you didn't deserve it and it's you know that's comforting it's like the validation yeah. does help Jess yeah. I'm not gonna lie for somebody to say she told you what yeah. <laughs> she told and then also you, to what? see pictures of you at age 12 pre nose job and be like oh my god you're so cute look at your children they have one of them has that and I don't know which one but one of them's gotta have that nose and they're so cute you don't rush your children off to get a nose job unless you're a psycho. That's all. I'd say, especially under the age of 18. It's ridiculous. I don't know anyone. Are you going to give? What? Would you give, would you give either one of your kids Fuck a nose no. job, Melissa? 
Would I? Yeah. I mean, I would. For their 16th birthday for my son, which is next year. I mean, no. If, they don't no, need it. because A, they would never ask for it because they are forces of yeah. nature. Um, it's adorable, too. If, if they asked for it at like 20 and said, I'm graduating college, this is what I want for my graduation present. I don't know. I would consider it. First of all, I don't think they need it. But if if that were something that psychologically has held them back from even this. Pe- what about yes, a boob job? Not, even at this. No. I mean, if anybody needs a boob job, it's me. <laughs> and I'm not doing it. What if Mallory didn't say anything was wrong with her nose, but she wanted her eyelids done something or her boobs or her butt, butt implant? Would you do anything else? To me, it's not about plastic surgery at that point. To me, it's about me failing as a parent to let her know what is important, how beautiful she is, how how valued she is. I would have failed. Mm. So me asking for flippantly at the time, asking for a nose job at 16 was not seen by my parents as a failure of theirs. It was seen as finally she'd never ask. Yeah, so I'm like, Pa, at least at least now she finally sees it. She at least now we can do something about it. And my mother said while she was here, you know, it was after your nose job that you came out of this shell that you were in. Oh my God. Obviously that's not true. And I thought, well, I really had friends who thought I was hilarious before then, but I didn't I don't know. I said, actually, it's these. It's, it's you know, I got my teeth fixed as a grown-up, and I can smile. And to me, being out in public and smiling is Doesn't everything. Does bother you that they glow in the dark a little? <laughs> we went to see right. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and there was a period of time where they used a black oh light. Oh, my God. Did you have to keep your mouth shut so you didn't and that's, shine a beam on the stage? I stopped smiling. I stopped smiling because I didn't want everybody to see my, my you're teeth. You're like the Cheshire like Cat in a situation like that. I, if all of a sudden they're in I Alice was, in Wonderland. Your teeth are so white. And I'm very jealous. But I can imagine in a black light situation that would be unsettling. I turned to Ethan and I said, look at this. <laughs> and I smiled. He didn't look shocked. Like going by his reaction, he wasn't shocked. But I, I could tell. Like I know that they're going to be black light Issues. intensive. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. You know, there's a thing now that you take in your car, and while you're driving in your car, wherever you're going, you plug it into a cigarette lighter, and it has the blue light thing, and you bite on it, and it supposedly whitens your teeth while you're driving. I didn't know they had a car adapter for it, but I did see it on online. Yeah, I thought it was a car adapter. I mean, it has to have some kind of power yeah. to do that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, my God, you're driving. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to get my teeth whiter. So now I have to put this in. And I don't know. Just that's what I'm saying. It's like women, they do all this stuff. And and you, what I hear you saying is, I want some too. <laughs> I just so never thought, I would never it. think to say, oh, my God, I got to get that. Because, I, you know, while I'm driving to get coffee, I would like to try to whiten my teeth so I can stain it with coffee. Look, we're multitaskers. I don't right. know what else to tell you. We try to get everything done at once. If we could nurse drive, whiten our teeth, we would do Listeners, it. You- I got to tell you, the last time I went to a uh, get my teeth cleaned, I walked in and the lady looked at me. She goes, you drink coffee. I said, every morning. Who doesn't? She goes, well, you know what it's doing to your teeth? What a bitch. I said, that's what you're here for. Now get a scraping. Listeners, <laughs> you can't get see busy. Melissa, but she's posing over the microphone like a French whore right now. She's got like her... She is not. She has her knee up. I'm so uncomfortable sitting on the floor. I have to keep switching. She's got like her knee up. Like she's exposing her petunia to the world. The camera's way above that. I didn't say we could see the petunia. I'm just saying that's the position we're in, which she's sitting. 
You're like that medium we went to see who told everybody about their fortunes and me it was sexual. Like what? So I said this to my parents and Ethan goes, well, what were you wearing? <laughs> what? a What? You and I said, fixed him up. And I said, what do you mean? What was I, I wearing? I was wearing it. him. I said I was wearing a tube top and tight, tight shorts. Does it matter what, do you mean? what he was <laughs> he wearing? Said, what she was wearing? I said, if I went in there naked, she still should not made a well, comment. And I was wearing pants and a T-shirt, you that's dope. That's ridiculous. Well, I'm just saying, if you're dressed like a truck stop whore, then maybe she would go to the sexual thing. I was just saying. Not that you were. I think that's what you he were. was saying, but I, right. I wiped the floor with him. Um, uh, but no, I was, wearing, I was wearing pants and a T-shirt. But yeah, right to sex, right wow. to. Well, what was on it? Was it a plain T-shirt or did it have something on the T-shirt? Stop it! Stop. Oh, why? Because my favorite T-shirt says that feminism is my second favorite F-word. <laughs> right. Maybe that's it. No, it wasn't. It was just a plain T-shirt. It was. I was muted tones because those are my faves, and and it was nothing. But everybody else had bounty and fortune, and you're great with animals, and you're this, and I see that. And for Melissa, it's somebody with whom you used to work in the past who really wanted a sexual relationship with you, who had to fight back urges. I'm like, shut the fuck up right now. Go to the next person. I've got nothing for you. I do not know what you're talking about. I don't know what planet you're coming from. Move on. This came is called Who Said It? A Child or a Serial Killer? Okay. Yes, I love this. This is going to be harder than you think. Are you ready? Number one, I promise I won't ever chew on your bones. I promise. Charles Manson or a child? A child. Correct. It was a three-year-old who generally has a happy-go-lucky attitude cuddling with his mother. Number two, I love you so much that I want to cut your head off and carry it around so that I can see your face whenever I want. That sounds like a three-year-old also. Child. Correct. Yeah, I know that child. child I, that is my child. If I could, he told me the other day he wanted to marry me and put me in his pocket. Okay. He was talking to his dad and presumably hadn't murdered him as of yet. Number three, I like children. They are tasty. I think that's the serial killer. What do you guys think? I say that's a serial killer. I don't have killer. the answers, by the way. Well, I'm no just doing them as you're doing them. Oh. No, I mean, okay. I do, but it's, it's something I have to choose. So, like, we can all agree, then I choose, then I can tell you if you're okay. right or wrong. But I'm just saying, as I read them, I don't know which one it is. I don't think a, a three-year-old would say, children are tasty, let's go serial killer. Right. Or pedophile. One of the two. Correct. Albert Fish, the man who made lamps out of human skin and inspired pretty much every horror movie villain ever, said that. Next one, go. I Close. want to peel your skin off. Uh, that's uh, the guy from uh, Science and the Lambs, right? The other one, the one it, it rubs the letter, it rubs yeah, the lotion. Yeah, but he never actually said I want to peel your skin off. In the basket. Or oh. it gets the hose. Right. Or it gets the hose. <laughs> or it gets the hose again. <laughs> I say serial killer. I say child. Uh, Melissa was right. It was a child, according to Psalm sixty-nine. The daughter woke him up at. Oh, this is on Reddit. According to a guy on Reddit, his daughter woke him up at 6 a.m. and delivered these horrifying words. Why? The sunburn on his face was starting to peel. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I see it. The, see, there's nothing better than having being able to peel somebody's so sunburned skin off. I see Next it. one. Believe me, that. if I started murdering people, there'd be none of you left. That's a child. Well, Mallory once said to me, when I run the world, this is going to be a very <laughs> different place. <laughs> I mean, that, I think that's, that could be a child, but guess what? Child. No, that was Charles Manson. No, it's a child. Yeah. Oh, was it? And that does sound okay. like something he would say because wow. he's an egomaniac. 
Does that make right. Mallory? No. What he said was, a potential if I started killer? murdering people, there'd be none of you left. That's just egomaniacal braggery. That's Charles Manson to a T. But the thing about it was that l- lunatic couldn't even murder anybody. He sent somebody else to do it. He, he had do everybody it else do it. Right. Yeah, he couldn't do it on his own. Slacker. Um, I'm imagining the waves of blood rushing over me. That can't be a child. I hope that's not a child. Let's say serial killer. I, I hope that's not a According child. According to a man on Reddit, his niece said this with a blank look on her face and has most likely never taken a shower of blood. What is this, Carrie? Did she see Carrie recently? Yeah. How about this one? My brain is telling me to do things I don't want to do. That's definitely a child. Oh, my God. Child. That's definitely mental illness. You go talk to somebody right now. You're hearing voices. They're telling you to do things. Then I got to go because that happens to me every day. Uh, that was a four-year-old that said that after talking to their imaginary friend. Isaac has an imaginary I don't know. Friend. My daughter used to have an imaginary friend. I think I told you about that. That he blames things on. So he went to go visit my mother-in-law and she has a neighbor upstairs with a kid that does a lot of running around. And, and Meryl and Elliot hate the kid that I mean they hate the noise they're in their 70s they just hate the noise I don't know if they hate the kid they hate the noise they don't like that the parent lets them you know like jump on the bed or do whatever kids do so Isaac was over there one day and they were probably bitching about the kid and Isaac came home his kid's name's Michael and now every bad thing that Isaac does he blames on Michael Michael did it because he he might think Michael Michael is imaginary because he never saw Michael he can only hear him so yesterday he hurt daddy's feelings and he was like Michael told me to do that Next quote, death comes with the territory. See you in Disneyland. It's a little too, it's a little too advanced for a child. I think that's got, we're going serial killer on that. Correct. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, famously said this after receiving 19 life sentences for murdering 14 people. Wow. It's a couple of two or for one, huh? 19 for 14. There's only, there's like three more. Uh, Next. Tell her to be my girlfriend or she'll never see her parents again. That is totally something Isaac would say. <laughs> That's what I'm going with is would Isaac say this? And that is something you would say. I would say. Oh, my God. I, that's a good one because I could see both. I would say a kid. I'm going to go serial killer. It was a seven-year-old who was asked, what's the best way to get a girlfriend? And delivered this bone-chilling response. Did I ever tell you about the time that um, Emily was complaining about someone on the bus? She was in kindergarten and Nate was still in pre-K. And she came home uh, complaining about how this kid was mean to her. And before I even had a chance to advise her how to respond, Nathan goes, You tell him he ha- you have a crazy brother. And I was like, Aww. There you go. You he got her yeah. back. You That's tell right. him you have a crazy Aww. brother. He won't be mean to you again. And I was like, okay, all right. Take it easy. I thought you were going to go, you tell him your mom's batshit yeah, crazy. No, it was Nate. But I mean, that's why I thought, he'll, she'll, you know, that's the kind of threat that that reminded me of. Okay, next quote. There's two more. Next quote. A clown can get away with murder. John Wayne Gacy. Correct. Yes. Right? John Wayne yeah. Gacy, the clown killer, said this. Get it? Because he was a clown and he killed lots of people. Yeah, I mm. and the last one. When you die, mm. I want to put you in a glass jar so I can keep you and see you forever. That's a child. child. Yes, that is an adoring yet sick child. Five-year-old <laughs> said this. Worst of all, the six-year-old responded, "That's stupid. Where are you going to find a jar that big?" <laughs> the end.
So have you ever been on Facebook and you get a, someone to post something and it's like a humble brag? And so it, it'll come up like this. If you give money to a homeless person and don't immediately tell everyone on social media, does it even count as goodwill? <laughs> I mean, what after an all, asshole. Wow. If you don't constantly talk about your accomplishments, how will people know you're a brilliant angel the- with the modesty of Mother Teresa and the sex drive I of mean, a guy? Why do anything good if you can't fucking talk about it on social media? You may as well just sit in your part and jerk it off. Golly. So thanks for listening. <laughs> God. Here's one. Got my wedding dress. It's done and it's ready for pickup. Also got reminded that they had to make it the smallest size possible. And even then it's slightly too big and will what require alterations. My goal is to not lose any weight and not gain any weight while going to the gym three to four times a week. Oh, I hate her. I can't help myself. I'm just filled with venom. The second you said, it's the small, venom. I felt it pouring out of my canine teeth, waiting to just, Yeah, I had the distinct urge to punch her in the face, which rare for me, rare for me. I don't know if I could hear a bunch of these, John. Yeah, that was a bad one. All right, let's go to the next one. Wait a minute, here, I got one right here. Let's just, maybe this one will be a little bit better. My problem is I'm too much man for most women to handle. And they all end up sedated in a sloppy, wet mess with no possibility of ever obtaining the same feeling from any other man in their life ever again. So I have to be careful who I get with, knowing I will ruin a woman's sex life likely for the rest of their lives if I leave her forced to settle for a lesser quality man. I'm too sensitive to break a woman's heart and ruin her life like that. Hashtag nice guys finish last. Yeah, the hashtag's the best part. Hashtag nice guys finish last. First of all, you need to know big penises do not always equal best penises. And I can assure you that the ones who were ever the biggest have not always been the ones that have ruined me for other men. I don't know about you, Melissa, but like that has not been my favorite. What that has been truly was a science experiment. The bigger the penis, the more you have to do some like engineering and calculations and fucking you have to basically play pool with your own body to figure out how you're going to do that without ruining the whole experience. Why are you trying to explain that to me? Why why do you feel like you have to explain that to me? Why are you looking at me for an amen sister? I'm assuming you both know what I'm saying. I'm just saying to the audience. In case you think that. You're wrong, bro. I want to tell girls not to get with this guy because he's douche-tastic. Exactly. All right, and here's the last one. Sometimes I feel like I'm crazy for having two, almost three, possibly four soon podcasts. I desire to do stand-up comedy, a speaking career, a job with podcast websites, private clients, and a new online t-shirt store with funny t-shirts. Is that a humble brag? (laughs) Is it a humble brag? Hold on. (laughs) i'm also taking a licensing course in grief management then i remember that i have a friend who sells paintings runs the grief management course has a huge newsletter about space and nasa if finishing second book is finishing her second book and her kids are going off to college and i feel better anyone out there doing all the things why is that a fucking humble brag 
I was serious. That's I not often a feel friend? like I have too many things I'm juggling or going in too many different directions. I feel that was honest. I feel well, maybe that guy felt what? like he just really had to be picky with who he nailed so he didn't, you know, ruin them for the rest. Is of- that bragging? <laughs> no, it's awesome that you have all that stuff going on. You named all the awesome things. Later down in there, somebody, I think, commented. I saw it earlier. It was this glamorous. Morning, and I thought, do you not know about the second she half does. of her life? That's someone <laughs> from not know- my grief class. Okay. Not the certification, but someone I took the original class with. She knows damn well my life sucks. She's just an Eeyore. She's just like a... Uh, it didn't sound like your life sucks here. Uh, your life sounded pretty amazing. What I was trying to say is I feel pulled in a lot of different directions and that I should pick a major. But then I remember this woman who is extremely no. successful and in a bunch of different areas. She's like selling her paintings and writing a book and talks about NASA and does a great, you know, and she's being accepted into Livestrong. Yours is about your empire. That's what you're building. That's what your post was it about. Wasn't. Your empire. And if you can't. If you can't see it that way, that's sad because sad because you have podcasts and companies and you have all of this stuff you're doing. It's the Kupferman Empire. I wasn't. I was really trying to say that I felt pulled in different directions. Oh, okay. I didn't well, get that. Fuck it. Then post. I'll fucking delete it. No, that. neither. That's not what I meant. No, no, don't, don't delete, delete it. it. So many people have answered there's, there's you. There's like and it's, 54 it's, responses to they're it. They're like, people are talking to you. Don't delete it. Well, That's but crazy. I didn't mean for it to sound it's, obnoxious. It doesn't sound obnoxious. He's teasing you. I was excited for you. I'm grinding your gears a little bit. I took that one and swung it around. Sorry. I made you the butt He's of the joke. He's teasing you. Stop. <laughs> you don't do that? You don't tease people? I guess I'm not funny now. I saw it as your empire. I was proud of you. I... Uh, whatever. I didn't. I thought you were being sincere. Chasing it and getting it. Yeah, I'm proud of you too. Being on one of your podcasts. I, um, I, was, I was just trying to say, like, I do feel crazy for doing, like, it's like I, like, crazy as in I take too much on or I can't do it all or all of it will be done half assed or, you know, that I should stick to one. Like, I have friends that also make millions of dollars talking about the same shit for five years, how to manifest your money. You know, she never talks about anything else. But she makes two million dollars. I don't make twenty cents, but it works. But so I'm doing why? Why diversify? Yeah. Now yours is an empire, but it's in a it's different not a field. You're not talking empire. about finance. It's a... Portfolio, yeah. Oh, Jess, he's just yanking. I your was chain. just teasing you. I'm so sorry. You're sensitive about this. Shouldn't leave your chain out like that if you don't want somebody to yank it. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> That's all. I just I'm sensitive. I'm very sensitive. I, you know what I'm sensitive about? Not necessarily. I, I'm sensitive to the fact that I don't like when other people do this humble brag bullshit. So I try really hard not to be obnoxious and annoying on Facebook. That's all. So you got okay. me. You got no me. You plucked it. Out of fear of becoming somebody's. Yeah, people exactly. I, <laughs> you, I can be your people. You know, I hate somebody that takes a joke and then swings it all the way back around and makes me the butt of it. And clocks me in the head and yanks my chain. I was wondering what you were doing because I was like, there's five more of these humble brags that you haven't even gotten to. Yeah, it's because I was just, it was only a setup oh. to get to that. <laughs> See where I'm doing here? I'm writing comedy. All right, but are is, you? This is either your wrap it up or throw in a Trump. Hey, Trump Dear and listener. Kanye. <laughs> how many Trumps and Kanyes do you um, have in there? How many are there? There are, let's see, uh, like ten. All right, there we go. This is going to be try. really hard, I think. Number let's one, money out. was never a big motivation for me, except as a way to keep score. The real excitement is playing the game. 
Donald or Kanye? That is Donald J. Trumpio. You agree, Melissa? You see, he seems like an authority. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to go Donald against Trump, him. Trump, you're right. You know why it was never about yeah. the money? Because he always had it given to him. Baracha. Okay, number two. Pretty much. I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it. <laughs> I know exactly who that is. I think that's that's gotta, gotta be, be Kanye. Kanye. Yes, Kanye. It was Kanye. Yeah. You know why? Because I know Donald Trump actually reads a lot of history. Well, he's oh. also claiming I don't read. Oh. <laughs> so that's definitely Kanye. Next one. Nobody can tell me where I can and can't go. Donald or Kanye? Yes. Kanye. Kanye. Actually, these are easier than I thought. Anyone who thinks my story is anywhere near over is sadly mistaken. Kanye. Anyone that thinks my story is sadly. That was That's Donald, Donald Trump. That's right. I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> Know your worth. Pe- Oops, sorry. Know your worth. People always act like they're doing more for you than you're doing for them. This is actually good advice because this is one of my problems. I do think that. That would be, I'm saying that's Donald J. Miss? Trump. Well, I have to go okay. against him. Okay. I don't, don't want to It was Kanye. You were that's right. fun. Oh, look at you. You were right. How about you? Without passion, you don't have energy. Without energy, you have nothing. That sounds like a Kanye. That's, that's a Kanye. Kanye. That's too, too many deep. words in that sentence that make sense. To, and it's, to be none Donald. of it's about it him. So that's a that's a. It no. was. So read that again. Without passion, you don't have energy. Without energy, you have nothing. Oh, he did say low energy. Yeah. Um, my issue is I watched an interpreter interpret Trump. I think I told you this already, and there was no complete sentence, and those sounded like complete. Well, sentences. right, but if you read it back, it's so, really not a. Com- it see, makes no sense without energy. You have nothing. What does that I, even? I think mean? it's very easy to read an interpreter when he's doing Trump because the whole time the guy's doing this. <laughs> that John is showing us the jerking off sign, the universal sign for yank yank. You're correct. Right. Oh, he's there sad. we go. Okay. Sorry. Um, you have to think anyway, so why not think big? Oh, God, that's a tough one. Tough one. (laughs) I could see both of them saying. You know why it's tough? Because it doesn't say bigly. (laughs) Right, 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 right. That would be a dead giveaway. I'm going with Kanye on that. I think I'm going with Kanye, too. It's Donald. And again, I'm noticing that Kanye's things at least make sense. Donald, you're right. Like, Like, it's less sensical. So, like, without passion, you don't have energy. Without energy, you have nothing. Why not say. You can't have anything without, you know, passion. Then you, it makes no sense. And this too, you have to think anyway. What does that even mean? Right. So why not think big? All right, here's one that I know Melissa already knows. I'm not a fan of books. Actually, you don't. That's Kanye. Right. Yeah, he said yeah, he doesn't I thought read. Even Donald right. doesn't read. Correct. No, Donald reads a lot. Sometimes by losing the battle, you find a new way to win the war. I would say that's Donald. I don't think Donald feels like he's ever lost any battles, so I don't That's know. A very good point. That is true. I, I think he always thinks Donald even when he loses, lose. he's the winner. So I'm going to say Kanye. <laughs> Damn it. This one is so hard, right? <laughs> Damn it. Last one. Yeah. Damn it. Would Damn you it. believe in... <laughs> I don't even know if I can say this one with a straight face, dude. Hold on. <laughs> Pull it together, woman. Would you believe in what you believe in if you were the only one who believed it? (laughs) So ridiculous. Would you believe in what you believe in if you were the only one who believed it? 
Isn't it like a retarded tongue twister? Would you believe in what you believe in if you were the only one who believed it? Um, I would have to say I'm going with Kanye. Yes, I'm going with Kanye as well. Would you believe in what you believe in if you were the only one who because believed Because you know it? what? He would. <laughs> yes. He totally yes, would believe I, in what I he believed believe in if you. he was the only one. If he made up a new myth like Bigfoot, he would totally believe it, even if he was the only one. That's all Kanye. But what's crazy is they both have followers that would believe whatever that they said. That is frightening, isn't it? And that's and it that is, is the scariest part of this the whole thing. Part right. of the whole. Like wildly faithful followers. Yep. And you knew that before the election when he said, if I pulled out a gun right here on Fifth Avenue and I killed someone, if I would get away with it. My fans would. Right. And this is say, I didn't see that. I have such loyal fans. I would get away with it. I think I think you're getting away with it right now. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what I think is happening. At the border, in our environment, and I will not get any more political. I apologize. It's a comedy podcast, not a political one. Snap out of it. You're a fucking I'm dick. I'm trying to stay out of it, man. <laughs> I love that drop. <laughs> Kanye and Donald are egomaniacal villains that make my mom look good. <laughs> so I asked you before, do you think that it's Stockholm Syndrome, right? Where I'm now like, oh, she's not so bad. <laughs> like, she's okay. Maybe. She's old. This old lady's harmless. I'm like a foot taller than she is now, too, if you could picture that. So... It's it's just it's better. I made it. I made everything better. Full circle. Oy. All right. And is that it? We're done with that. Wrap it up. Flip it. Rub it down. Oh no. Okay, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Brilliant Observations. If you have anything you would like to tell us, please email us at brilliantobservations at gmail You can also find our show notes at brilliantobservations.com. And you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Listen Brilliant. So thank you so much for listening. If you liked today's episode, share it with a friend, you jerk. <laughs> well, I shouldn't insult you if I want you to share it. Probably episodes, not, but-, but you were calling me a jerk. Share it with your friends and colleagues. And um, we will see you next time. Thank you guys so much, John and Melissa, for being hilarious as always. Pleasure was ours. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.